Hello, my name's James Pikeway, and this is the Nightline Podcast. If you're interested in cars, car repair, music, fitness, technology, and more, this is the podcast for you. Interested in more of what's going on at Dubai Eye? Go to DubaiEye1038.com and search out our podcasts and blogs. Want to get in touch with me? Nightline at DubaiEye1038.ae. Enjoy the show. Tech Talk is what you are listening to. Andrew Thomas is here from Nexa, DigitalNexa.com. And for the next hour, if something is going on in the world of technology, gadgets, and more, we're going to dive into it and uh, mm. figure out what's figure out what's happening. And right That's off it. the bat, yeah, you woke up this morning, you tuned in to the business breakfast right here on Dubai Eye, yeah. and you heard the words Kareem and data breach. That's it. Oh, man. Yeah. Not something you'd expect, I, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but um, We're yeah, talking I mean, January though. Like, there's a January, whole bunch of yeah. issues here. There's, there's, it's April. There's questions, isn't there? I guess. Yeah. I mean, it, they're not the first company by any means to talk about a hack months afterwards. But um, I, I look. I'm. A, I'd say one thing first of all. I'm impressed that it's out there. Yes. Because I feel like there has to be other data breaches in this region. Yeah. Honestly, and we just never hear of it. Exactly. Right. So, yeah. so I feel like you know, applaud them for kind of putting their hand up and saying, hey, listen, um, you know, and, and it's difficult, isn't it, to have anything completely fail-safe and yeah. completely hack-proof and, and, and. But and uh, but this is big. I mean, 14 million people. Right? I'm one of those people. Across their entire network. So yeah, pre-January, they said. Right. So, so what they have also said, and again, this is coming from online and listening to the Business Breakfast team this morning, what hasn't been compromised is... Credit card, credit card, credit card numbers, card and stuff yeah, like that. Because they used a partner for that. Yeah, third party. So yeah. that required another another database to get into. But the the ride stuff is knowing all your destinations and yeah. knowing your routes and knowing yeah. the people that you were getting those rides from in the Kareem network. Yeah, and and I, for me, this is a bit just that whole privacy issue. Of, yeah. You know, if they if they do study your your kind of ride patterns enough, they can pick up your house. They can pick up your work. Sure. Um, you know, and I, I think there's there's some concerns with that. Names you know? and emails. Uh, yeah. To me, that that becomes another issue. Yeah, because you know, names and emails, they can potentially use some of that. I guess. I mean, they they've said they don't think anything malicious has been done with the data, but I, I think it's difficult to yeah. say that really. I mean, I think you know, I mean, it, as we know, this sometimes is just a bit of fun for people. There's not always malicious activity associated to it, but I mean, it's a pretty pretty hefty i wonder i wonder because they said 14 million users and half a million captains so they so all of the captains ride data as well yes uh, has been potentially compromised so you know i i don't know i mean it would that's quite valuable information uh, exactly you know to, to I mean, see you, across you've got the countries names, they operate you've got people yeah. you've got their riding yeah. habits yeah you got a lot of data a lot of data yeah yeah so. i mean any kind of uh any kind of unscrupulous individual would be would be happy to grab hold of that. Yeah. Um, so well, yeah. speaking of unscrupulous yes. and data, mm. you found another story about yeah. a, a casino, and this is interesting because it had a data breach. Yeah. But because of the Internet of Things. That's right. Yeah. I mean, you know, this we don't know how the data breach happened at Kareem, but you know, increasingly hackers are finding innovative ways to just hack information, and there's a casino. Um, that got hacked through a thermometer in the lobby fish tank. 
I mean, that's so, I mean, absolutely. You know, to, to, to basically, they, they ended up grabbing the database of uh, ga- gamers, basically, um, you know, that, that were there. And um, they, they did it. They got in through a connected device, um, yeah. you know, and, and as I guess as we as you know, time goes on, more and more of our devices are connected. And, well, and this was through a thermometer. That was, I mean, I, I tell you an interesting... Who would ever think? I mean, when we talk yeah. about our connected lives, yeah. our refrigerators, our toasters, our yeah. crock pots, our thermostats... That's it. I guess, I guess the thing is we think about connected devices like, uh, you know, a, um, a computer uh, printer or yes. Alexa or something like that. But, I mean, you can get, you know, meat thermometers... Yeah. Uh, that that connect remotely to your app that are actually you know connected to the Internet of Things that are actually online. So potentially you could get hacked through a meme thermometer. Well, and, you know? and I start wondering about all of the data that's being collected by yeah. all of these connected devices. That you know, hopefully we that 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 data is being collected to help the company yeah. better use its services or mm. or create the services that are going to match your yeah. usage and we're actually we're going to have a, a great conversation in a, a few moments with vincent lamaroux from fitbit he's yeah. the the director of new markets talking about how they use yeah. their data yeah. and some of the things that are going on but the 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 other side of it is what if that data is yeah. being used maliciously but what if the connected device yeah. suddenly is a trap door into the rest of your network. Yeah, well, I think the thing is with the whole Facebook, uh, you know, uh, Facebook, um, I guess Cambridge Analytica yeah. and Zuckerberg on the Hill and all that kind of stuff, you know, w- when that came out and it's like, well, what do you mean Facebook's been grabbing my SMSs? <laughs> Uh, just well, because my app, yeah, and you says, push the button and says agree. So can I get can I get you exactly, all your can I get all of your access to your photos yeah. and everything like that? So I think the thing is that people are gradually waking up to the fact that any any device is is you know wants to grab as much information as they can. It's a land grab, yeah. um, you know, as far as that data and that data is prone to malicious use. I guess you know yeah. that that's it. And um, you know, you pretty much have got an entire makeup if you get data streams from various devices let's say you know you could say well let's if someone's using the same gmail address as they were on kareem as they were on i don't know deliveroo and why wouldn't they you know and fitbit and 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 you know you could pretty get a nice makeup of someone's daily activity just through an email address or a mobile number yeah Scary you, stuff. You've tuned in to Tech Talk. Andrew Thomas joining me from Nexa. Digital or Fear Nexa Talk. Do, fear it, Talk, it could be. <laughs> DigitalNexa.com is where you can find Andrew. My name's James Pikeaway. Everything technology. That's what we're talking about. And here's a here's a cool thing that, that you found. Mm. And this is from, from Mashable via Facebook. Yeah. It's the grill bot. Yeah, because <laughs> so I just I guess my tenuous tenuous link to this is the uh, is the Internet of Things with the meat thermometer. Well, I started yeah. wondering about that as well. I started wondering about the Internet of Things. It was things. trying to it was a tenuous link across to this thing, but uh, yeah, I mean, I I this is this is amazing. I don't, I mean, we try and throw up some cool gadgets and some fun things, uh, and we said technology can be you know interpreted in many ways, but this is like your rumba, you know, the guys yeah. uh, and and Jatson has a rumba. He's got the uh, the one running around his house cleaning for him. He loved, he's been yeah, using yeah. it for years. Years, he, yeah, he yeah. He swears uh, by this first thing. guy I knew that, that had it. And uh, like a rumba, this thing basically, you, you open up your barbecue, throw it on your barbecue. It's got a whole load of these rotating bristles. 
um, and it just bounces around and uh, yeah. and basically cleans your grate for you. Yeah, this is this is this should be on every you know dad's Christmas list. I think I, for I, sure. I put it on and I'm thinking, yeah, do I need one of these? After watching the video for about yeah, 30 seconds, I'm yeah. going, yeah, 100. Yeah. percent I need one of these. You need it. 100. percent <laughs> I mean, only, the only thing I would say is that I did get an electronic rotating grill cleaner, okay. like a handheld one. Yeah. Uh, I think got it from. Uh, Lowe's, I think, in the states. Yeah. Um, but I found that it it wasn't like it was quite. It was like a delicate brush. Do you okay. know what I mean? It was more like a a tickle of a grill okay. as opposed to a, quite an aggressive. You so, know, so you're I'm, trying to scrape it off. I've got the six Durham's fifty welding brush nice. from Ace. Yeah, yeah. Six Durham's fifty fills. That's you just it. you just get right get into right it. In you there. clean That's that it. thing up and yeah, it's yeah. done. So, yeah. you know. I, do I it's, it's quite cool. It's quite it novel. It is. I think, and I, I love the idea that it's connected. And yeah. ultimately, I guess you can track the cleaning and and stuff yeah. like that. So you can have a you can say, well, when's the last time I really gave this thing a deep exactly clean? a deep clean? Yeah. yeah, that's it. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's one of those things. Uh, the it, I also find it very interesting when we look at what we do on this program. How there's quite an overlap of content because essentially the, the look behind the curtain is that Andrew and I both set out in our week and we look at different things yeah. and we pull the stories together. We put it all onto a Google Doc and then we work through the doc That's and it. organize it. And I put up the Coding for Beginners it, post. Yeah. You also put up the Coding for yeah. Beginners post. And it's, ca- it's called Grasshopper. Grasshopper, It's, a, co- it's yeah. a coding app. And I looked at this and I said, okay, there's lots of different coding things. This is a coding app on your phone yeah. to teach you Java. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and I, I mean, went. It's, uh, it's Google as well. Yeah, and so. I went. Okay, hold on a second. Yeah. I talk and talk and talk about coding. We all have the, you know, we should be learning how to do yeah. it. Yeah. We never put down our phones. Yeah. True. And here is a coding app on your phone. Yeah. With tutorials, with the activities built into the app on the phone. Yeah. This is ideal. Yeah, yeah. I, no, it's 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 uh, it's great. I mean, it's it's really really. Uh, really cool i mean i I think that uh this and this almost feels like um anybody can do it so i think some of the coding in the past has been perhaps aimed at kids uh but this feels like something that uh, you and i could do and have some fun with for sure so um yeah quite uh, and you said app based like you say so i mean i'm not sure how much time uh you do but it's basically a series of kind of bite-sized puzzle games basically well it Um, it says it's it's, as you said it's a a google product that's come out of the google air google's area 120 incubator it's a duolingo like Mm. product and as they like to say it it functions uh, with uh, lots of different variables and concepts and and works you behind the scenes on how you can make javascript work and what it what it leads us to is uh, lessons you can complete in, in in very short periods of time, a few minutes. Yeah, I, what was interesting about Learn this as well is just it's another Google arm that up until this point I knew nothing about. Did you know about Google's Area 120 incubator? No. I mean this, you know, and it says they're devoted to experimental projects, yeah. but. I mean, Google's just a beast of a company that that has a lot of different arms, isn't it? It's yeah. uh, you know, we we kind of, I guess we get a glimpse into some of these when we pull some of these stories up, but it feels like there's a new Google uh, division that that kind of pops up and is busy working away on AI or VR or AR or you know, kind of all these different things, um, which is quite quite cool. I mean, I know that they they used to have, and I'm not sure if they still do. They used to have that um, in place where you could spend a day on your own project 
Yeah. Um, so you kind of four days on Google and a day on your own project, and that's yeah. apparently how Google Gmail came about. Well, One go. of their engineers was um, playing around and decided to come up with that. So it'd be interesting to know if they still had that. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, you know yeah. what? We got a lot more to talk about right here. I'm sure they do still have that, but yeah. you know why wouldn't they? 3M does that as well. We got a lot more to talk about right here on Tech Talk. Andrew Thomas joining us from Nexa, digitalnexa.com. Tech Talk is the program you are listening to. My name is James Pikeway, joined by Andrew Thomas from Nexa, digitalnexa.com. Technology is what we're talking about. And I've had my hands now on the Samsung S9 Plus. Yes. Here he is. You, you know that I Gleaming. have been a Sony convert now for several years. But you know that I started off my love of phones using Samsung That's products right, yeah. with a Note 2. Yep. Then I was a little disappointed when I had to give back the note because of the issues that were faced with yeah. it. And then I went back and tried out the Galaxy Note yeah. and couldn't figure out why you would want it because it was so much like the S8. Mm-hmm. Playing with the S9 Plus, I'm in love. <laughs> I think this might be the best phone I've ever used in my life. Okay. The, there's a lot of talk about it. It's, it is heavy. And it, it's, yeah. so, it's solid it in your heavy. hand. Yeah, it does solid feel heavy. in your hand. Yeah. Um, so you really feel like you're you've got some yeah, technology. The screen is beautiful. Yep. It's uh, high definition OEL, OELD. Mm. Beautiful. Yep. The camera that they're talking about is spectacular. Yeah. In low light, I am blown away mm. by the quality of what this phone does. Yeah. But, but really, what really grab and and there's little things, right? 6.2 inch screen. Yeah. I love the big screens. Yeah. 64 gigabyte onboard memory, 6 gigabyte RAM. Mm. You can expand the memory. I mean, yeah. But 6 gigabytes and 64 gigabyte onboard, you fine. might not need a memory card. No, no, no. It's fine. Because I, I thought, oh, that's not it's much. It's all cloud as well, probably, right? Well, that's it. Yeah, Google Photos. Yeah. And, yeah. But 6 gigabyte RAM. Mm, mm. Um, other other things that really caught me, and when we start looking at these things, and you start saying, oh, okay, yeah. how easy it's going to be to migrate my iOS or my other Android yeah, phone yeah. onto this yeah, new it's one. It's always a pain. Google, I used my Google transfer yep. because I have a lot of stuff in the cloud. It threw it on there. And then I thought, oh, I'm going to have a real problem because I want yeah, to transfer yeah. some other stuff that's mm-hmm. not in the cloud, but I want to transfer it over. Smart Switch, an app that they've created, yeah. linked my two phones, my old phone, my new phone together. Yep. I thought, oh, it's going to be app duplication. Mm. Nope. It's right. smart enough not to. And it loaded up everything. Contacts, yeah, photos. Yeah. It's all there. I, I it loaded up the wallpaper, <laughs> so it looks like my old phone. Yeah, yeah, creepy. It, it was because <laughs> suddenly I've got the look and feel of my old phone, yeah, yeah. and I'm just going, I'm at home. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean the transition to to kind of using a new phone, I guess it just goes down yeah. to some of those tweaks and fun stuff, like you say, yeah. the camera and some oh, of the things man. that they do. And I mean, I, I you know the I one mean, that I'm loving yeah. on the camera. No one's, I don't. Maybe people aren't talking about this. Bixby. You can fire yeah. your camera, hit up this little little icon on the side. It'll if you're online and you're wondering what is this thing, yeah. it will go in and find examples and tell you what things are. It'll log into the the product codes on the back of products and give you all the information. Grab it. I'm thinking, what? <laughs> what? I I actually found I I put it on uh, some people who are yeah. fairly popular. It it found their images in Google. Yeah, really. Yeah. Like I'm going, what? It's very. This cool. is really cool. Yeah, I just I, for me, I mean, it feels nice in your hand for yeah. sure. It's got a nice feel. It does feel heavy. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's kind of odd how heavy that feels actually. But yeah. I mean, I really like um the edge to edge on this. I, and so, it's got all the edge features yeah, again that yeah. everyone's grown to love. I, yeah. I was impressed. I mean, you know what? 
this is one of those things. Some folks are saying, oh, you know, if you've got the S8, yeah, the yeah. S8 Plus, do you really need yeah. to go get the 9? And I say, look, the camera is better. Yeah. Uh, slightly faster. Slightly faster. Yeah. Could you live without it? Probably. Yeah. If you're a generation behind that yeah. and you're no. looking to move on, this yeah. might be that phone. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm using my, my Sony product, which I love. Yeah. I started using this, and I'm just yeah. using it as a demo. i got to give it back. It's still covered in yeah. plastic. And I'm going, you know what? I want one of these. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't touched a Samsung. I haven't had a Samsung for years. But I mean, what I really noticed about this straight away is just that screen. Yeah, the screen you know, is. And it's uh, it's 6.2 inches. Yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful screen, and that edge to edge really oh, just gives it depth. So yeah. I think um, seeing that is is nice. Uh, I, you know, I mean, they, they definitely kind of smartened up their act when it yeah. comes to Edging, just the overall the edge, the feel, the finish. It just feels nice in your hand. I think some of the first yeah. SS, I think going back to the S6, was it, or whatever, yeah. when they first started playing around with this, it was it was way too slippy. It just yep. kind of didn't feel quite right. But, I mean, that feels nice in your hand, you yeah, know, with the rounded nice. edges and, and things like that. And I guess it's very different because I'm rocking the BlackBerry. Well, and I'm rocking is, the Sony, which, which is, is a very square, square device. device. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, and as chunky as that is, but, you know, when I look at the comparison now between the two, it feels like, I'm missing out on screen time. That's what yeah. I said. I said the yeah. same thing. I yeah. feel like I'm being ripped off. That's it, yeah. I like... Someone's stealing my screen yeah. time. The Sony uh-huh. S9 Plus, I'm nice. telling you. Do we know price-wise? Is it still kind of up there? Yeah, the three, absolutely. The 378, is yeah, that kind absolutely. of around is, that type is of uh, not, range? It's not the least expensive phone yeah. on the market. This is yeah. a premium phone. Yeah. So there, you know, there's some bundles out there. There's yeah, I mean, some it's just like do are doing, and I guess Virgin and Swipe now as well. I'm yeah. guessing you can probably get on those as well yeah. for sure. But yeah. you, you are looking, you're gonna, you're gonna drop some coin. But is yeah. it worth dropping the coin at this moment compared to the phones that I've been using? Yeah, mm. it's, yeah, <laughs> and cool. it's, it's the little things. Yeah. So I, I wanted to change direction just a little bit yep. because I, I did get to sit down with the folks over at Fitbit, in, in particular Vincent Lamoureux, who's the director of new markets for Fitbit. Really cool guy who has worked at places like GoPro. He's worked with the guys at Camelback yeah. and, and beyond. And, and actually, I was sitting down with him, and I was talking about Fitbit products. You know that I'm a lover of the Ionic. They've got the new Versa that's just come out. Yeah. They're doing, they've got some stuff going on with kids. But I'm real, I was really interested in the technology. Um, yeah. What's happening with Fitbit products and what they're what they're what they're doing with them, yeah. and especially when we start talking about data breaches, I was curious because yeah, yeah. they collect a lot of data. So I, I, I yeah. so I managed to sit down and have a, a quick conversation with Vincent. I want to I want to share it with you guys right here on on Tech Talk. So let's let's have a listen to Vincent Lamoureux. Director of New Markets at Fitbit. You know, we, we had uh, questions uh, today, for example, about uh, privacy and stuff. And so, when we've built that thing, that you know, so hardware first, you know, to collect data. Of course, we had to equip ourselves to collect the data. But the biggest journey for us was to analyze the data, because this is what the essence is. Is two things: is how much you can test and collect. To get a return and to get in, a, in a, to be edu- ed- educated from it, and as much then you collect data, how do you use it? So of course we cannot resell it. We don't use use it, you know, personal data to, but we use it ourselves to improve the journey of all of our users and to discover additional feature, new feature to uh, just. I'll give you a good example. When a couple of years ago we decided to remind the people they could move during a day so 
so randomly we would uh, at 5 30 uh, not 5 30 in the morning but let's say 5 30 in the afternoon or or uh, in 2 18 in the afternoon or 10 38 in the morning randomly we would tell you hey it's time to move and people found it intrusive they said you know what is what is your right to come back to me and tell me to move uh, like this any time of the day and everything and we said well, it's funny because we thought it would help people to totally it was a good idea you know and then we came and and dive down in data and said what is the journey of, of an average person journey of an average person is i'm not active i'm inactive and then oh i'm a little bit active up oh, i'm not active i'm a little bit active oh, i'm not active a little and we found that approximately every hour people were moving and then we found that when people work they schedule themselves they have meetings and they schedule it by the hour and more or less every hour every second hour depending on, on the case people are moving by themselves so we so we said okay let's reset the things up then we will tell the people then we help them to remind them to walk but on fixed time every hour at minus 50 minus 10 you know and we will allow them to decide when they want to be reminded. So from nine o'clock to five o'clock at night, and from and not not not, not overnight, not not on the weekends or not whatever they want. So in doing that, we changed the entire thing. It became one of the most popular app uh, or let's say feature mm-hmm. that we have, and people are walking more because they're reminded, and they like it when they when they were disliking it before and we and we discovered that that behavior based on the data that we're collecting and it's, it's the truth for all the other things when we're doing we're just trying to push uh, data collection to the level where it's useful for your journey so it's empowering the product to another level and having the one of the biggest uh, database in the world fitness related allow us to do some things that other people could, cannot do and there's the whole ethical side and the government regulation side that you are totally co- totally com- complying all over the world, Europe, EMEA, uh, you know, US, and so on. So and we're improving every day, and you know, we're 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 pushing that to to the level that it has to be pushed for super pri- privacy. You know, lots of questions about the other types of sensors that you can build into this product. You already have seven. Seven sensors. Yeah, seven because we we so don't. What, we what are the sensors that are? And some uh, of them aren't being uh, used, correct? Listen, no, no. So, some are in in a low usage, I would say. Yeah. But you have you have you know you know some uh, different color light sensors on the on the device already. So you have four sensors under, and you have sensors inside it. You know, including, for example, accelerometer, altimeter. So those those so the seven globally then developer can access on permission and they ask permission to access they can access and build any type of uh, of apps related using all the sensors of or specific sensors of uh, of our our product right now Fitbit acquired a, a company that's going to be doing uh, with glucose yes uh, sensor we we acquired a sensor company and we acquired also uh, no we invested in a startup who is building a, um, a a patch to monitor glucose we, then we wish success you know right now it's not yet a product but uh, but it's a, it's a, it's a future and it would connect to to the application directly by bluetooth you know to uh, to monitor your glucose better we also acquired very recently a platform of uh, 
um, recovery trainers, so trainers which are helping you to your recovery journey when you get uh, uh, surgery or things like that, uh, on top of your trackers help. So it's connected both together, real people and not just uh, you know virtual people right? like we have with Fitbit Coach, but real people who are following you to your your journey on top of, of having the trackers as a rehab product. You get to see behind the curtain. Where do you think we're going to be? A year from now, looking oh, at what your devices are able to do, uh, will be in a smarter and smarter product, and uh, would definitely flirt, uh, flirt, or be directly uh, involved also in health, uh, health-related product like like we showed showed you today. You know, we're we're investing in a lot, a lot of research right now, third party research, health-related, and it's not a secret. I think uh, from James Park and also from. Uh, you know, from what we're doing, then we're going on on that side too, which is a natural, I think, evolution to what we're doing today. Last but not least, children. Yeah. This is huge. It's huge because, the you know. The gamification that you were talking about and, yeah. and more. And again, the ethical collection of data. You're, yeah. you're not collecting some data. No, no. And we're not allowing the kids to have the features which are not allowed by privacy. So also, which that the, 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 the product has less feature, but it's on purpose. You know, we did it, do it for that. that I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, of course, I'm a, I'm a Fitbit user and a happy Fitbit user. And also, I'm a, I'm a father of four kids. And... Uh, my kids of any age, I mean, they're from 30 to 5 years old, they all want and want it and use the product. Uh, and I found that not having a kid product, like my 5-year-olds told me, you know, one day, one day Dad, you know, I, I took the product I like in your, in your cupboard and then, can you install me the app? I installed in the app. And then he says, wow, that's cool. I can, I can, you know, follow my steps and so. But he said, the app sucks. I cannot play with it. And I said, yeah, you're right. You know, so it is. It, and then as much as enjoying it, he's my best ambassador at school. You know, the, the, I told you he offered all school trackers for everyone, you know, from my stock that you saw in my, in my, in my office. But more than that, I think every teacher of the school now have a Fitbit they bought to one of my retailer. And when I walk in the school, they show me their Fitbit like this. Those same people want their kids to be able to experience that journey, to be more active. Uh, you know, my daughter of 13, she come and train with us and she said, I, I'm training, but I don't see the result. But take a Fitbit, you will see a result and she enjoy it to another level. So getting now closing the family loop and, and giving the parents the, the Fitbit that they wanted for the kids, it's a great thing. And I think it will only evolve to the right direction and it only lead to crazy product in the future for, for, for the entire family. Vincent, thank you very much for taking the time. It's always a pleasure. Thank you very much for taking your time to, to meet me again. That was Vincent Lamoureux, Director of New Markets at Fitbit, walking us through some of the cool stuff they're doing. And I got to say, what I really love about these products is... The, the amount of sensors that they've built into them. And yeah. when we start talking about the light sensors for the heart rate, yeah. there's there's a lot of investment that they're doing both in healthcare, as yeah. you heard, mm. both in um, rehabilitation products. Yeah. Once you've been injured, again, they're looking at these devices. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting when they were talking about the codes of, of um, what do we call them, the, the different government regulations for data collection and yeah. usage mm -hmm. and they are meeting and exceeding what is going on in the u.s what is going on with yeah. europe they collect a lot of data for themselves for the product they're not yeah. sharing it they're not selling it they're not giving mm -hmm. it away mm -hmm. and i thought that was really interesting yeah no it's it's a it's a huge thing at the moment obviously with gdpr yeah which a lot of people perhaps don't know about but there's there's in if you're doing any kind of business with europe now 
um, the the new law that's coming to effect in May is going to affect a lot of people yeah. on a, and how the data is being collected. Right. And, uh, and in the, you know, it's good that people are in line with that. In the U.S., that's COPA. C-O-P-P-A. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you've got a you've got a both sides of uh, the yeah. Atlantic, as it were. You know, kind yeah. of looking after people's data. I mean, it seems to be quite a data-driven focus show today. Yeah, it is. Um, but um, yeah, it's it's important. I think uh, people perhaps because Facebook was so huge in in and big news, people are starting to realise that um, you know that that actually the things they share is is potentially. You know, precious. I know that yeah. so I've had conversations with kind of younger cousins and nephews and nieces, and uh, you know, I said, "Why are you putting that?" Oh, no one cares. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of uh, yeah, I know, but potentially they could care. You know, yeah. and they could obviously cause harm. So I think it's important that uh, at least these conversations are happening now. And obviously, you've got responsible uh, companies like Fitbit making yeah. sure that uh, that they're in line with everything. Yeah. Tech Talks program. Andrew Thomas joining us from Nexa Digital Tech Talk is the program you are listening to. Andrew Thomas has joined us to help us demystify the world of technology. My name is James Pikeway, and I, this is also turning into the quick reading digital yeah, book show. The reading corner on, uh, <laughs> on Tech Talk, exactly. <laughs> we, it seems every week we come up yeah. with a new app that is going to help you with your yeah. audiobooks. That's it, yeah. I mean... Um, I guess this is, uh, you know, out there on the road at the moment a lot, uh, bouncing between client meetings, finding myself spending more time in the car for whatever reasons. There seems to be more roads being built, but more traffic. So, yeah. you know, find yourself a bit. How does that uh, work? I mean, I'm I, not I, sure. I mean, Although I did, I did. Uh, I don't know if I want to tell people about this. I will. Um, I went on the new road from Yalias to Alain, the road that's in between the 311 and the 611, okay. the other day. Amazing! I was the only person on that road for for the entire journey, so I don't think people know about that road. So that's, that's clearly that's they don't. magical. But it's also, I think, um, so perhaps some people don't want to go on it because it's an 80 limit. Yeah. But it's a four lane highway. There you go. So it's a bit weird. Um, but but yeah, it's an 80 limit. But if for if you want to kind of, it brought back memories of when I what you know. 15 years 16 years ago when i first went on the 311 you know yeah. and nobody knew about it or 44 is just yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah no so spending more time in traffic spending more time in the car um and just you know just i, I think every everybody's kind of personal time is is being squeezed let's right. say between other commitments and family and you know that kind of thing so a couple of weeks ago we were speaking about audible and uh, then we spoke about insta last week insta page i think it was so I found another one this week called Blinklist. Uh, Blinkist. Yeah. Big ideas called. in small packages. That's it. So they've got uh, 2,000 plus uh, non-fiction titles in 19 categories. So again, it falls more into the line of this is... They've got 5 these, million users. 5 million right. users. I mean, these are two... These ones are very much based on, you know, personal growth, self-improvement, management, um, you know, mindfulness, psychology, communication, social skills. It's kind of more falls in line with that. I'd say yeah. that Audible is every book. So, you know, you could you could listen to Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe if you want to. But, yeah. but, but Blinkist is kind of more of a business focus again. Um, you know, and, and, and it's kind of, uh, you know, similar along the lines. So bite-sized insights in audio or text. That's it. Um, so again, it just uh, just allows you to perhaps access some of those things that you can bite and, and, and take away. Um, you know, 15-minute summaries again. So it's really that ability to, you know, and, and look, I'm not, 
some people might say, oh, you know, you need to read the whole thing and you take away what you want. And yeah, that's that's fine. But I think now just a 15 minute grab, you know, anytime yeah. we can kind of educate ourselves and continue to learn um, and, and that that changes as well. So, um, yeah, this is I guess I'm being targeted now, perhaps. Oh, maybe because I'm downloading these apps and, hey, you and know kind what? of using them. You know? and that's the same thing I'm finding. The more I start using some different yeah. apps and the more I'm looking at cool products the more I seem to be targeted. I'm getting all the ads that's for everything it. that's like it. But I'm okay with that. Yeah, well, that's I, the other thing, too. Because, again, you know, it, it's, it's ads <laughs> I want to see. I kind of like targeted exactly, advertising. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> that's the magic uh, magic uh, phrase that every yeah. advertiser wants to yeah, hear. Yeah, they're going, yay, <laughs> Michael A and Thomas are that's in. That's it. We're in. We're all in. Oh, but, man. no, I like this. I, I think um, yeah. So I think these are the most popular apps that are out there at the moment. And when you do a search of the App Store, there's some others. And I guess... Some of the others, price points a bit different. They don't have as many titles, let's say. Um, but it'd be interesting to see if there's a company that might do it for magazines pretty soon. I hope so. Uh, you know, that would be really a, cool. A 15-minute scan of uh, of you know Autocar or something like that. That'd be kind of neat. Yeah, a monthly so, magazine um, that you. That's you, it. That what a what a great idea. Oh, great. I'm just throwing out there. Um, no, but because no, I would love to have that you know, almost, the Atlantic or the New Yorker. Or, yeah, yeah. It's kind of bite-sized. Yeah. 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 Oh there man. There we go. Someone get on this. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's just a pretty good idea. That is a good yeah, idea. Why did we throw that one out on the know. air? It's, it's foolish. Yeah. It's uh, <sighs> just don't listen to that last <laughs> bit, guys. That's um, that's it. Keep it to yourselves. No, I think it's um, you're seeing it increasingly. You know, like Mashable and these guys are doing bite-sized videos when they do kind of stories. I don't know if anybody follows Vice. V-I-C-E. Who, who doesn't? Um, but they do great little kind of uh, two-minute docs yeah. and that kind of stuff, five-minute docs. So, yeah. you know, it's... it's. It, I mean, it does leave you wanting more, I'll be honest. Those docs yeah. act more like a teaser for their kind of real lengthier ones. But, um, you know, this, these kind of bite-sized things that you can just kind of run through, uh, perhaps at the end of the day or all, early morning over breakfast. Um, yeah. yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Andrew Thomas joining us from Nexa, digitalnexa.com. Technology is what this is all about. It's Tech Talk. I'm James Pikeaway. Hey, I got to share one other product that I've been mm. I've been playing with. Uh, Bose Sport, Sound Sport Free Wireless Headphones. Okay, it's a mouthful. I, I know, it takes a, a lot to get that. Yeah. But you know what? I'm, I'm a skeptic of all these wireless headphone things. Okay. Because I just, I, you know... I'm using I'm using a phone that's got amazing sound, and the yep. amazing sound is optimized for wired headphones, and they don't necessarily mm-hmm. give you the same quality mm-hmm. with wireless. But I'm also a, a skeptic of using sport headphones because I want to hear what's going on around me. Okay. These headphones actually, if I'm in the gym or I'm in a, a situation where I don't have to worry about yeah. traffic, these ones actually might work. And I've, I've used a few other pairs. I've tried a few other pairs, and they fall out okay. or they are uncomfortable. These uh, the sport-free headphones... Five-hour battery charge. I was okay. impressed with how easy it was to connect them to my phone. Yep. Download the Bose app. Okay. It found the headphones. It, it calibrated the headphones. It linked them into my phone. Yeah. And next thing you know, they're working. Is it? Uh, they got a, a rubber. Like no. they've got a no, string no. or this is two le- independent. This is Lieutenant Uhura style okay. Star Trek. Headphones. But they got a little rubber thing that hooks into your ear. So what happens is you've got the the nice silicon piece yep. that goes into yep. your ear drum. Yeah. And so you put them into your ear and then you curl them backwards. Yep. It's got a little rubber little piece loop. that looks yeah, like yeah. It, that goes yeah. inside your. And you know what? I first time I put them in, I thought, oh, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Second time, didn't even notice. But it. there's nothing. Nothing around you. No. no, they do. They connect th- themselves individually. Okay. Yeah. And then 
do you charge them in this funky little case? Okay. Two hours to get a full charge in the things. Yep. Battery lasts for about five hours. Okay. I, I was skeptical about the sound at first. Yep. Amazing bass. One thing that I, I an issue that I, I've noticed. Yeah. And and this is something that I've I've been looking at the forums and, and I'm gonna send you. You lost in. one of them? No, no <laughs> hey, you know what? If you lose them, it's got a tracker. Oh really? It'll help you find them. Very yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. No, it's Very find cool. your find yeah. your earbuds. Is so I'm using the headphones, I'm playing mm. out the podcast, and my phone jumps between data and Wi-Fi. Okay. And when it does the jump, yeah. the headphones disconnected and reconnected. So they okay. there was a But it's a Bluetooth connection, right? So it's Bluetooth to my phone, but yeah. somehow on the I've got to try it on another model phone. Okay. So I'm going to try it on the Samsung. What were you running, like Spotify or something? I or? was running uh, Canadian Broadcasting Corporation's uh, okay. podcast, right? Okay. So a CBC podcast. Hard then, workout. Yeah. So, but I the thing is, when I run this yeah. on wired headphones, that never I never noticed okay. that it only see. So I don't know if it's because I've got multiple yeah, yeah. electronic Electric wireless devices. communication yeah. things going on. Did you? I mean, what did you do with them? Did you did a run or yeah? What did you, so, yeah okay. So I was out. I was out in the garden. Yep. Getting a lot nice and hot. I was okay. out on a run. Yep. Both cases. Fantastic. Stayed in. Stayed in. You're not. You're not kind of nope. adjusting them or anything. Nothing. You're just any Nothing. sweat issues or. No. So this no? is the other thing. I thought, oh man, you know, yeah, your yeah. drum sweat. Nope. It was okay. fine. I I was absolutely surprised. Cool. These things work. They, they really see. Look, they look like they've got some onboard options for volume and stuff yeah. as well right so and, you can change the volume and and if you do get a call and you yeah. want to take it you can i didn't know i when ah, i first okay. put them in i hadn't yeah. done all the, the read on them and yeah. i thought wonder if they've got a mic phone rings well, I mean, I, I, and it worked yeah i mean the interesting thing is i mean i watched the gadget show um kind of review of about 20 different uh wireless in-ear phones including the apple airpods yeah. Um, and Apple AirPods actually came out pretty high for people that were doing uh, CrossFit. Okay. So kind of bouncing around. But the interesting thing was on that that, you know, just price point of these things. So they all seem to be around, I guess Virgin are here selling it for 840 or 839 Yeah. Yep. Um, AirPods at the moment are going for 650 Yeah. Uh, like in duty free. Sure. So it seems that they're all around that kind of price point. Yeah. But it, it, it's interesting how... You know, you've got a quality brand like Bose, this is Bose. Um, for that price point because usually their stuff is yeah. over a grand, yeah. right? So, I was really impressed. The yeah. sound is yeah. spectacular. I yeah. mean, I, and I, I am a, a huge fan of the wired headphones, yeah. these things. You yeah. know what? Two thumbs up for me. Oh, great. Yeah. Great. I would, I would absolutely encourage people to go check these out, especially if you're going to be doing activity. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, they are kind of activity based, right? Because yeah. yeah. it's a little hook and stuff. So. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Another, another tip. From Tech Talk with Andrew Thomas and James Pikeaway. <laughs> More to come. You are dialed into Tech Talk. My name's James Pikeaway. Andrew Thomas is here from Nexa Digital, Nexa.com. And if something's going on in the world of technology, we're talking about it. We are. That's it. We're on a bounce on the ball, as it were. <laughs> 13 years of YouTube videos. Yeah. I didn't realize that, uh, what, yesterday was the anniversary of the first YouTube video. That's it, yeah. I totally I totally missed that. And and no. the first YouTube video obviously came from uh, co-founder of YouTube, uh, Jawad Karim. Yeah. And Me at the Zoo, right? Me at the Zoo. Yeah. An 18-second piece of him talking about elephants. Yeah. yeah. Imagine. That's 48 probably... million views, yeah. the only video on his channel. He's, in, in 13 years, he's never done another one that he's posted. Yeah, interesting, isn't That's it? That's what I thought. Yeah. 
What does that say? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. I mean, it's interesting. Small beginnings, right? Yeah. So it's at a point now. I mean, I'm actually last night I was watching a sit-down kind of interview. Um, there's an ex uh, garage um, DJ in the UK yeah. that has a YouTube series now. Okay. So, but but nicely produced. Oh, nice. uh, you know, three different camera angles, but just sit down with kind of I guess minor UK celebrities. Yeah. Um, but but I mean that's that's content just for YouTube. The guy's doing it just for YouTube. There's no kind of anything else. It's just for YouTube and great, really really good, high quality. Uh, production value really interesting I, I, I found myself watching it for 30 minutes on the small screen uh wow. you know that's pretty and, impressive because it, it was youtube and yeah. i got an audio issue at the moment with my mac so that's probably why I yeah. didn't it. but um but yeah i mean it, it, it's um from those kind of early beginnings i mean him talking about elephants could be anyone on snap anyone yeah. on twitter anyone yeah. on instagram today right well that's the thing i looked yeah. at the video and I go yeah this looks as yeah as relevant. Happened yesterday <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah i mean the video quality is not great but uh I guess what's changed is that dynamic is people have access to to kind of that now, you know. Yeah. I think it's interesting that looking at um, I've I've started to kind of dive into some more of this YouTube uh, celebrities, as it were. Uh-huh. Um, and and really for them, YouTube is the only platform that actually monetizes for them, which where, is where they get paid on the back of ads and they get paid on the ad revenue, um, you know. And 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 it's interesting to. You know, that, that's not the scenario on a Facebook page, for example, or an mm. Instagram following. If you've got an Instagram following, great. You can go and leverage people and brands and say, hey, come on this. But but YouTube, based on the subscribers, and obviously, as we know, yeah. with uh, we spoke a couple of weeks ago with their whole new setup here, yeah. um, is they're definitely trying to kind of still uh, chase after that. So it's interesting. I've, I've yeah. been... I've been a- speaking to to people I know who watch my little running videos that I put up on Instagram. Yeah. And, and two people have come up to me in the last couple of weeks and said, why aren't you doing a, a YouTube channel? Yeah, well, this off-air, we need to talk about that. Because uh, yeah. there's, uh, there's <laughs> they, definitely something there. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah. They, they've, they've been saying, you know, James, you, yeah. you obviously could do it. Yeah, it feels like, I don't know, it feels I'm, like YouTube kind of, not disappeared, but but kind of quietly got on with business. Yeah. Um, while other people kind of leveraged a couple of different platforms, well, and we've seen more people right. kind of pull back to that environment. Well, my big thing, and, and and I was honest with them. I said, look, if I started, I got to keep doing it. And it, do yeah, I have the bandwidth yeah. to consistently put up yeah. content? Well, if you think about one of, if not the biggest kind of uh, social media star, as it were, you know, look at uh, Huda. Yeah, uh, Huda Beauty, and and she started on YouTube and yeah. has this huge following on YouTube. You, you know, makeup tutorials, and then has just incredibly uh, intelligently leveraged all the other platforms around yeah. it. You know, yeah. so yeah, mm, I mean, it's okay. it's uh, we're gonna have a conversation. It, I think it's interesting when you see. I've been involved in some of the gaming uh, yes. regionally. They're all YouTubers, so the big guys. When you go to the game cons or anything like that. That's all YouTube guys based, right? So they're all on YouTube uh, recording their action. If you look at Peewee Doe and some of these huge guys, all YouTube based. Wow. So I think we kind of, I don't know, perhaps we perhaps we don't talk about it as much here in, 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 in the region. But when you look at some of these things that uh, some of these guys are doing, I mean, I was just talking about egg surprises, funnily enough, over the weekend. Do you know about egg surprises? No. So there is channels on YouTube that are dedicated to open up Kinder Eggs. And other eggs ah! with kids' toys. I've never heard of that. Yeah, look up egg surprises. Okay. So, but kids love this stuff. 
um, similar to the unboxing that the okay. kids are doing. And yeah. that kid, I think that kid, um, I can't remember his name, but he earned 17 million last year. Oh, man. You know, I, I had revenue on YouTube. Yeah, I mean, wow. again, we're in the wrong jobs, right? Yeah, so let's clearly, just let's clearly. put that out there. Uh, but, but um, yeah, so there's, there's, there's great quality out there. So, yeah. Andrew Thomas is joining me from Nexa, digitalnexa.com. Tech Talk is the program that you have found. My name is James Pikeaway. I want to follow up, though, on the YouTube video stuff. And YouTube has pulled down 8.3 million videos between October and December 2017, Hmm. according to their first ever community guidelines enforcement report. And they go on to say that... uh, the, the website found itself the target of criticism after reports came out last year that it hosts disturbing videos masquerading as kid-friendly conduct. And so they're, they're trying to do something about it. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, there's, there's obviously there's an open platform allowing you to upload videos. Yeah. There's, there's only so much software can catch or algorithms can catch. I think the interesting thing to know, my, sm- my small kind of sidebar into this is I, I think you've said before, I love Howard Stern. Yes. Uh, I'm a serious subscriber, so I listen to him on the Alexa and all these kinds of things. Um, and I didn't, my app wasn't working the other week, so I thought I'd have a quick uh, sneak on YouTube yeah. uh, to see if I could kind of grab the show. <laughs> and there was a couple of people that had uploaded the content and within about 10 minutes, it got removed. <laughs> yeah, uh, go. Copyright issues. So there is there is definitely a lot of algorithms working very hard to to kind of remove uh, suspect or, or kind of copyrighted content on there uh, from that side of things. But which um, is, yeah, which, which is very good. But I think it? I said, I mean, I'm actually I'm using YouTube a lot more lately. I said that to you the other week. I'm music-wise, yeah. I'm watching shows. I'm listening to music on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's it's um, I, I kind of falling back in love with the platform still the anger is that you can't minimize it on uh yeah. on uh, mobile device i mean that still just winds me up i don't what? i don't what do you mean you can't minimize maybe you just can't, can't lock screen you lock screen you can't play it all right. Oh, on iPhone. <laughs> you have to show me if you can do it. Yeah, on, uh, I think you can do Android. it on the Android. <laughs> oh, there's some things on Android. I was. I'm going, what are you talking I was, about? I get this all the well, time. Well, I was yeah. about to put a complaint into BlackBerry <laughs> because every day my network uh, was dropping itself. Yeah. And I spoke to Jatin. He goes, No, no, no. It's because the, the Android gives you an option to automatically connect or manually connect every day. Yeah. I was like, Oh. So yeah, there's, there's some things that I'm yeah, still learning. I, I think yeah. you can have the. Let's open. do it. Yeah. Show, show me Obi Wan. Uh, uh, Flickr. Yes. Flickr, formerly of Yahoo, has been bought by SmugMug. Yeah. What is SmugMug? It's another. Uh, it, this is a, a long-standing family-owned uh, company that has been doing photography things. Yeah. That obviously has seen some value in Flickr and bought it. Does it, did it say how much it was bought for? No, I didn't see a price. I don't. Yeah. I, I mean, did this, not see a price. I mean, yeah, the company that. I mean, this this is Yahoo, so I guess they need some money at the moment. Um, well, because it's Verizon, right? Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what no. is it called? Smug Hug. Smug Mug. Mug. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Uh, I mean, you got to wonder where they're getting their cash from, right? I don't know. I mean, this is kind <laughs> of. Because <laughs> I, you know, I've looked for it. I want to know well, how much did they pay? Yeah, be interesting. It doesn't say. You're yeah. using Flickr. Do, pardon me? You do use Flickr? Yeah, you know what? Yeah. I, I use it for Creative Mornings, and okay. we yeah. post up all of our content there, mm-hmm. Creative Commons licensed. Yeah. Personally like or no? Uh, do I put my own stuff there? No. No. Okay. Uh, you why don't I? Dropbox or? I, I, so, exactly. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, using, I'm using Google uh, Images, yeah. my Google yeah. Photos. I'm also using Dropbox. 
So I find both of those platforms work very well, and yep. they automatically load from my phone. Yeah. So yeah. to put okay. it in Flickr, I have to go and drop the product in there. Right, okay. So yeah. it's an extra step. Fair enough. No, so, we, we use it for our screens at the office. Okay. Uh, we have the portfolio loaded yeah. in there, and it rotates through okay. on a slideshow. But I, I really uh, like yeah. it. It's a nice, I like the uh, access. But, but that's, that's really all we like it, le, le, use it for, actually, off the okay. top of my head. Yeah. So at this point, now I'm wondering, with SmugMug buying it, what's that going to mean to the service? Is Are things going to change? Yeah, when? I mean, it, Hope they keep me informed. Well, it'd be interesting to know what SmugMug does. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's a family-owned business, and uh, so it's obviously doing some great things, yeah. but it'd be interesting to know, wouldn't it? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Andrew, I hate to say it, but we've run out the clock on the show really? once again. Yeah, time's up. Ding, time's ding, ding, away, ding, yeah. ding. Yeah. I need to, perhaps we'll also look for a time management app yeah. next week. <laughs> you know, we'll do that. We're going to do it all again next week, by the way. Same place, same time, right here on Nightline. This is Dubai Eyes Tech Talk Show. Andrew Thomas joining us every week, as he does, from digitalnexa.com.